maybe relive the Steve youth and show Annette how to jet ski. Oh, if they have jet skis for rent, which I'm sure they do. It's going to be like a... I don't know if my pregnant wife will be as as excited about that as I I tell her to strap on the back and just hold on for dear life. Hey, Ben, we're going to show you how we ripped the wake back in my day. (laughs) Was I then and am I still now that poor kid with dirty feet who eats bologna? Are we just doing... Did you have dirt floors? (laughs) Take that as a maybe. That's why they're called a mudroom. I refuse to believe that in a state like Indiana, they don't have a lot of famous sons. Not to be disrespectful to Indiana, but you suck. Yeah, I mean, you got, like, Larry Bird and C.J. Johnson. C.J. Johnson. And Gary. Gary, Indiana. Oh, God. Not the guy named, but, you know, just as equivalent, a guy named Gary. Yeah. Right, back at it. So, Stephen Kyle podcast is Thursday, July fourth, twenty nineteen, the year of our Lord. Happy Independence Day, everybody! Of course, this episode is not coming out for another five days. <laughs> hope you had a good and safe Independence hope, hope Day. Hope you had a great day, blowing stuff up, eating hot dogs, watching the the Nathan's hot dog eating competition. We were just talking about that before we started recording. You know, we uh, disgusting, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's yeah, why it yeah, was... riveting. That's why it was so fascinating when I was pulling up the picture of the female winner, Miki... Uh-huh. Oh, and, her. Yes, of course, Miki. You know, just like similar to Joey Chestnut, not an obese Is that person. Miki Sudo? That's the one. Not an obese slob. Let's see. Images, Miki Sudo. Oh, yeah. Like she's a lovely. She looks to be a relatively small, yeah, Asian woman. Isn't that crazy that uh, that somebody that small can can eat that much and just be perfectly fine? Yeah, and even because um, what's his name? Uh, Joey Chestnut. Uh, not Joey Chestnut, but um, the Kobayashi. Kobayashi. That's the other one. He's he's like a tiny little dude too, and he's ripped, completely ripped. I I just assume that everybody that's in a hot dog eating competition is, I mean, no offense, but you're probably going to be a bigger look person. Like you belong in a hot dog eating competition, yeah, but it's, no, it's it's kind of infuriating though, and I I don't know where you stand on this or how your body reacts, Steve, but I was uh, as I'm wont to do, having a deep discussion with a good friend of mine last night about the problems facing the youth in this country and you mean regarding a, the fast food industry and. You mean- you mean a casual acquaintance of yours, because we've, uh, as we've chronicled, no good friends. Oh, no. Oh, no. There's about four. He, he's there. He's in, the, he's in the first four. You, okay. close acquaintance. Yeah, fair enough. Me. I mean, it's been a decade. We've recorded 150-plus <laughs> podcasts. We don't want to rush into this friendship here. Is this your... What if something happened? Is this your courting process? Like, every other... All of your, like, your four friends, mm-hmm. have you recorded podcasts with all of them, but you've passed the certain point, so they're considered friends? Like, what is the cutoff? When do I become friend? I think you had to get to 200? 15 years. 
15 years. Okay, so... So even if this podcast so was, ended, but we somehow stayed in touch, not going to happen. Wait, so I, I've known you since 2010? It was 2010 I started at, okay. the, uh, at the radio show, yeah. Okay, so we got... Yeah, we got another, We're nine and a half years another, right now. Another, yeah, almost six years left. Yeah. Huh. I mean, this podcast isn't lasting that long. Oh, God, no. I told, we've talk, Yeah, we've talked about... It's Christmas. The other it? day, we said Christmas is most likely yeah. the end. We're shutting the door. You'll know the last episode because we're going to... You're not going to hear the the dancing keys. I think of you'll Kevin McLeod. I think you'll still hear the um, like you'll still hear this, but then it'll slowly fade out at the end, and then you'll just hear a couple seconds of silence. Then as the door closes and locks, uh huh, forever. Because I think we need to. You know, you and I are a, are a touch older. I think we yeah. close it with semi-sonics yeah. closing time. Podcasting is a young man's game. See, we're out of it. We're out of touch. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, listen, this thing's not making it to Christmas, let alone six more years. Mm-hmm. So if somehow, in a true upset, we stay in touch after this thing ends. <laughs> Wait, six more years, so that would be 50 episodes a year. So we'd be... We'd be sniffing 500. Yeah, we'd be, we'd be around the 450, 460... That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, it's a, that's I what mean, Rogan does. But doesn't yeah. Rogan do like two a week? Um, yeah, I don't know. I think Pardo's up, Pardo's way up there too. Yeah, right? but that, although his, that's, that's part of the doing the two a yeah. week that you, you know. They but all Pardo's episode numbering system is, is dumb. Is very uh, very deceiving because they'll yeah. say it's episode twenty one seventeen, but what that means is season twenty one yeah. episode seventeen. Yeah. He hasn't done two thousand one hundred although he's done a lot of episodes. They do, I think fifty a year. Yeah. Fifty fifty or and they've been doing it for thirteen years. So this is So they've been doing it they're they're in the set six hundred and seven hundred nearing seven. So this is our th- uh, our third okay, our third season and we're probably about Five or six episodes into our third season. So that means this is episode 306 well, or they 307. Do, they do two seasons a year. Oh, even better than we're in season five right now. This is episode 507. 507. Start the renumbering process now. But we digress. Yeah. As I was talking, I, you know, I was having a... How <laughs> we get from hot dogs to... <laughs> To Jimmy Pardo's. <laughs> oh, you asked how you know what the timing is to become an actual friend. Let's, let's back it up. Yeah, you were trying to figure out how long. Oh, what the of timetable course. Needs to okay, be. then how did we get to where we got to? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So I was having a discussion about you know food and how it you know how it affects the youth and how it's different than it was even when we were kids, let alone before that. Whether it's the outside activity or whether it's uh, you know the parenting ways and the video games, whatever. And he, he had a, a line that sticks with me, and it's not the first time I've heard it, but it's, if I look at a slice of pizza, I gain five pounds. Mm-hmm. So you wonder, how does that happen, where if that happens, because I, you know, weight can fluctuate like that, yeah. but you got people like Kobayashi and Miki Sudo and Joey Chestnut who consume, you know, 74 hot dogs, 37 hot dogs, 70 hot dogs and that's in, in what, a 10 minutes. sitting. that's in 10 minutes, right? Okay. And... There's no discernible change. And Joey Chestnut's a special case because he does all the other ones, too. Doesn't he do, like, yeah. chicken wing and mayonnaise and... Well, I've uh, seen it. I read something the other day that he's made over half a million dollars from competitive eating. I don't like doubt it. Just, uh just prize money. I mean, did you know who it was? Who, or did you know any eating 
champion before Chestnut and Kobayashi? No, no. Didn't the only one, the only one I had ever heard of was Joey Chestnut, and it was because a radio station in Philadelphia, the sports talk radio station, they used to do. I think they finally stopped doing it, but for like twenty years, uh, this it was six ten WIP, which was like mm-hmm. the sports station in Philadelphia. Um, it's now ninety four WIP, but they did. Years and years ago, I remember when I was a kid hearing about Wing Bowl. They did the first ever Wing Bowl, and it was a hmm. wing eating competition in Philadelphia. And it started out; it was like at a little bar or something, and you know, fifty people showed up, and it was a fun little event. But they made it their own event, and by the time they did the last one, they were selling out the Wells Fargo Center on like a Thursday morning or a Friday morning. They'd get twenty thousand people to show up. And they would have a professional wing eating competition, and that was the first time I'd ever ever heard of Joey Chestnut, because I'm pretty sure he won, uh, he won that back in the day. But imagine that! Imagine doing a a wing eating competition that draws twenty thousand people. That's just insane. Doesn't the, I mean the Nathan's one draws a crowd just because it's outside sure. on it's on Coney Island, right? Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. And that is that. I mean, I've never been, Steve. Is that just a big wide open area? I've never people... been to Coney Island either. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah. Johnny East Coast over here. Yeah. Missing the sights. Didn't take any of your hot dates to to the... Is that the fun island? Is that the one where they're always like, let's go on a date and there's a Ferris wheel and stuff like that? Is that not Coney Island? I'm assuming it is. Yeah. I mean, Coney Island is uh, just like a big amusement park boardwalk Hmm. type atmosphere. No wonder you were single most of the time (laughs) over there. It would have been like four hours for me to get there. <laughs> a couple bus trips. <laughs> Switch a couple times. You know, hop on the LIE. Take, you know, mix of subway buses yeah. and scooters. I, I couldn't even begin to tell you how to get there if uh, if you had asked. So it looks like Nathan's has kept well somewhat track of their winners since, 19, since the late 60s and 70s, Steve. So back in the 60s, uh, late 60s, it was probably... A guy that ate, like, eight hot dogs or something in ten minutes. Well, so they have a record from 1967, but they're claiming that it was this guy consumed this many over about an hour. Um, so they didn't they claiming he had uh He ate 127. Ooh. Okay. In so an this, hour? this wasn't set in until July 4th until 1979. So that's They when... would just do it at all different times. So it was Memorial Day, April 7th. Was one of them. Okay. And before they finally got on the schedule. So, yeah, 1967, they're claiming that Walter Paul ate 127 hot dogs in about an hour. Jeez. But, you know, let's call those records flimsy at best, right? Yeah, well, it was before the uh, official record keeping was, was in effect. So, so 19... I don't honor that, personally. So, 1972, in on Memorial Day, Jason Schechter ate 14 in a random time of three and a half minutes. I think I could eat 14 hot dogs in three and a half minutes. Oh, Steve. No. You don't think? 14 in three and a half? So we're just going... I could do 14 in 10 minutes. We're just going like dirty water dogs, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, so we're not doing grilled, so there's not the snap casing. Yeah, I, I, you, we can grill I guess them. I don't know I, how I think they... at this I, point, I would make it easier on you and i however we we would prefer that so if you prefer a grilled hot dog we can grill them it's not gonna Mm. i don't think that changes anything about it i think the idea is that a a boiled hot dog is easier to yeah to finish right sure because it's it's smooth like when you put it on the grill there's always like the the little burnt spot on the edge and that's gonna cause you know you don't want to be because these guys are barely chewing them they're they're essentially like 
just shoving them yeah, down their it's, gullet. Yeah, it's, so you don't want any obstruction on there at all. Any right, little so sharp hard, edge. Yeah, no. Anything no. like that you want to avoid that. But taste wise for me, because I wouldn't be eating them that way. I can't yeah. I can't chug a beer. So let alone okay. I'm not sliding a boiled hot dog with no restrictions. So thir- 14 and three and a half minutes? That's the claim. Because I bet that like how fast do you think you could eat one hot dog, just hot dog bun, standard size? Would you do it the way that the pros do it, Steve, where you take the dogs and buns and they dip separately? Them, they dip them in water. Would you do that way? I'm not dipping anything in so, water. No. I'm not, I can't be- do that. Your soggy bread, can you? that's what you're having. It just of feels like it would be heavy. Yeah, and I but get I guess it's easier to eat. That probably, yeah, it probably helps it slide down a little quicker. But I would eat this hot dog like a normal person. Yeah, me too. I'd, I'd probably do, because I would assume I could do three bites. And but you got to take time to chew, swallow. Yeah, let's call it what forty seconds, thirty seconds. I bet thirty. I, I yeah. So I couldn't do. I couldn't do fourteen. Should no. we just? Maybe this should be a. Are we two doing this? Or are we? Are we doing that? I think the, we need to do this. The first annual Stephen Kyle podcast hot dog eating competition. But I think we need to figure a few things out before. We, because I have a feeling we're going to realize 14, three and a half minutes is nowhere near feasible. So I think no. you and I need to get one pack of hot dogs, have like one, and just see how quick we can consume one. Because okay. if it's going to be close to a minute, it, we're wasting our time. I bet I could do two bites now that I think about it. Your, I standard, think, I think your, I, standard, yeah. your standard hot dog, yeah. I, could do, I could do a two minute, like a ballpark, Frank. So do you think next week, or by next week, we could videotape... Us inhaling hot dogs. Even just one to see. But then, you know, once we realize, hey, we could do this, then we, we try to do a 10-minute hot dog eating contest. <laughs> I could probably eat like six. <laughs> it's gonna, you're going to be just way overwhelmed. Yeah. I am reminded, Steve, of... Now, you and I used to attend uh, the local hockey games in town yep. quite a bit on, yeah. on nights. Where Back in our were, younger, wild, single days. Yep. that's Yep. We were, we, neither of us had much to do. No. Uh, it's funny because every now and then on Facebook, the Facebook memories pop up. And I realize, like, I know I never lived a cool, wild lifestyle. Oh, yeah. Where I was, like, partying all the time. But I'm surprised at how many times I would post, like, so anyone going to the hockey game tonight? Let me know. Sure, I'm bored. I Mo- felt pathetic. Most of my Facebook memories are like, oh, another night out. And it's it was like every Friday. Yeah. Every Friday I was out there and we'd do the same thing and we'd go to a bar afterwards and we'd always end up getting pizza or something. Yep. But I'm reminded because I would go there and it was nights that they would have... I think dollar hot dogs dollar and beers. dollar beers. Yeah, dollar beers, dollar, dollar dogs. And those the, are the definition of dirty water dogs. Yes. The definition. And, I mean, they were, it was a cheap hot dog. Yeah. And it was in a bun that looked like it had been stacked under a bulldozer because it was so flat and so mashed down uh-huh. that, I mean, those things, like... These are the, the the quality of hot dogs that they shoot out of a cannon into the upper deck to give away. There's it's dollar hot dogs, but they're still making about ninety seven cents. Yeah. on each hot dog, they're not struggling by any no. accounts. And I remember my record. And now, granted, this is over the course of a hockey game. I had twelve beers mm-hmm. and two and ten hot dogs. <laughs> so I think we need to come up with our own. 
competition. Our own version of it because I yeah, think you and the- I struggling to eat over 10 minutes. And if the, the problem becomes, too, if we videotape it, it's just audio of you and I chewing and moaning How- for about nine and a half okay. minutes. Steve and Kyle's first annual hot dog hockey chug. So we Whoa, have okay. So we have an entire hockey game to eat as many hot dogs and drink as many beers as possible. So we have to, we have to go to a hockey game and do this, or watch a hockey game. Okay. So from Bummer the time for us. from the time the puck drops. Okay, we're gonna have to wait. Yeah, until about, about four months. Until, until, yep. Time to train. Yeah. It's time. Okay. Now, I'm sure that if we turned on. Um, like, do you have, like, the NHL network oh, yeah, or anything? Be, yeah, there would absolutely be. Like, an NHL Classics. Like, we'll chug beers and drink hot and eat hot dogs while so, watching, like, the 78 series between the Maple Leafs and the Bruins. So here's what we need, then. We need slightly below room temperature plastic cup beer. Mm-hmm. It can't be cold, but it can't be hot. <laughs> it needs to be that that stage where you drink it, you kind of wince. Yeah. And then you realize, and now this, listen, I don't want to toot my own horn. I'm going to smoke you. You're out of the beer drinking game. Yeah, definitely. Beer, so is beer drinking, be- beer drinking, I'm I'm going to be crushed on. The The only thing that I have going for me is that, because if we're doing the, the typical light beer, like a Bud Light or a yeah. Miller Light, like you would get at the hockey game, uh, those are like water. I can, I'm not a, I'm not a huge drinker. Definitely was never like. I'm the guy that did the keg stand or chugged the beer, but I could chug a Miller Lite or a Bud Light, no problem. Okay. So so I think opening night hockey season, weekend, opening weekend night okay. of hockey season this year, you'll have a four-week-old. Yeah. Great time to go out and get hammered. I think you and I, well, we do it at one of our houses, right? Okay. Because I don't think going out, we're not going to find dollar hot dogs and i'm not going to some place that they're gonna charge me four bucks a yeah. hot dog and you know if i ask him can you just boil it and give me a uh, you know <laughs> eight cent bun so we go upstairs you you guys can come over to the house okay take this card table we'll set it up upstairs in front of the tv sure and then we each sit on on one end of the table yeah we have a camera mounted on top of the tv facing us so we don't get hit for a you know copyright or oh, anything you'd have to be an idiot <laughs> To stream and get hit with a copyright. And then we just have... I See, in my mind, I picture a big pot with, like, a burner underneath it. No, but not even a burner. Like, one of those things that How, you'd oh. use, that you'd use like, at a graduation open house that would just... The sterno. The sterno. Yeah. yeah that, so we get a sterno underneath a pot of boiled dogs. I got a better idea. We go to the closest, uh, like, 7-Eleven or other convenience store. We see if we can get one of their little hot dog treadmills. Ooh, a roller. <laughs> yeah, where the hot... See, you're in those places all the time for work. So, can you see... I, I need to see if we can rent a hot dog roller. Because I guarantee you that... I bet the place that I rented oh, a flooring done. nailer from... Is it uh, A&B? Yeah. Yeah. How much? Well, I don't even know if we can rent one because you can buy one for $80. Perfect. How many hot dogs will that thing fit? So this one's a twelve dog. No, oh we we upgrade to a hundred bucks. We get the twenty four hot dog. We got to do that. Now, Dude. how long does it take uh, to cook the average hot I dog? I know it's one thirteen fifty watts. Does that help oh, that's, you at all? That's good. That's yeah. a big wattage. That's a output. That's a, that's a fair amount of watts. And worst comes to worst, if it's not warm enough, you just go run over to the microwave, slap yeah. it in there, or just buy two of them. Two hundred bucks. So when we're done with this, we have forty eight hot dog rollers. Yeah. We'll probably have about 42 hot dogs left over. 110 volts. Okay. 
Would you come to this, people who are listening? If uh, if we did this as an event somewhere, oh boy, the Steve and Kyle uh, hot dog beer chug off is that what we called it? It's Hockey the, beer it chug off. The, the Steve and Kyle podcast first annual hot dog hockey chug. Hot, hot dog, yeah. hot dog hockey chug, yeah. Hot hockey hot dog chug. Hockey hot, hot dog chug off. Hot dog hockey chug off. I like it. Philip, Zach, I like it. Nikki. Oh man, that is opportunities written all over it. Yeah, the first annual uh, hot dog <laughs> hockey hot dog chug off. We're gonna I like hot dog hockey chug off. So we need to buy our own hot dog roller, mm-hmm. or again, old school, a pair of tongs in a boiling pot. <laughs> yeah, because I think it would be funny. Because um, I'm picturing it. Us sitting at opposite ends of the table and just a massive pot in the middle with a sterno under it. And every time we finish one, you just fish your hand down in there, pull another one out, <laughs> slap it in a bun. So rent a hot dog roller. I'm looking for it in town here, Steve. The hot dog roller grill. Oh, come on. Because that's not a bad idea. Again, we got to go big because we only need it for a day. So which one of us poor suckers is going to be saddled with a 24 hot dog roller that we're never going to use again i don't know that would uh, you know something i'll i'll foot the bill for that because that'll come in handy for cul-de-sac movie night oh dear god everyone will love that okay food services hold on coolers coffee pots uh what's a chafer and a roaster griddles and grills do you think it would be under griddles and grills Maybe? Mm, let's see. Man, oh, man. So, I because I think this is the plan, and I think we make it a big public event. <laughs> okay. Heat lamps, roasters, food carriers. This local place might not have it, Steve. Yeah, it doesn't look like it. doesn't look like it. That's okay, though. Wait, hot dog cookers, AV party rental. Of course, they're probably not in this state. Yeah, that's okay. Funny. Don't worry. We're gonna we're we are gonna figure this out. Opening night of hockey season. It's usually uh, October. I don't know, early October, first or second week. Let me look, Steve. It's gonna happen. The opening night of the NHL season here in 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, in case you're wondering, it'll be the 103rd season of operation, Steve, mm. for the NHL. Mm. Um, My former employer, you mean? Oh, sorry. Yeah, if you want to. So it opens on, Steve, October the 2nd, Oh, which okay. puts it at a real hopping Wednesday night. Okay, so what we're going to do is October the 4th. 4th or 5th, yeah. yeah. I don't think I have anything going on. October 4 or 5 will be the first annual Steve and Kyle hockey beer. Hot dog hockey chug off. Hot dog hockey chug off. That's easier to say. That's what it is. It's done. It's written in stone. The hot dog hockey chug off at a location to be determined, most likely Steve's house, unless for whatever reason anybody's interested in this. Can we just do it in a random parking lot somewhere? I think so. Get your stupid inflatable screen you want to (laughs) use for Call to Zach movie night. Yeah. Perfect. Illegally stream a hockey game on there? It just expedites the whole process. Could you call up your old boss right now and say, hey, can you give me... No, he doesn't work there anymore. Or are you talking about my old boss, Gary Bettman? Whoa! Yeah. Well, I'm definitely That's right. not talking about your old boss, Jack. Who, uh... <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. Jack. R.I.P. Terrible. Just, just awful. Not fair. That's not a fair joke. I no. am sorry. No. I apologize to Jack's family. 
That is not okay. <laughs> I apologize. That sounds very sincere. So there it is. So yeah, so this this stupid Nathan's thing. I don't think it became a sensation until what, 10 years ago, 12 years mm-hmm. ago maybe? Yeah, I feel like probably it sometime around 2000 this became a big thing. And I mean, it's televised every year. What time is it on today? I think it's 12 noon. Oh, so we got just a little over an hour to wrap this thing up. Yeah, that's, because listen, that's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot going on today. I have a I have a massive flooring project that's getting started today. I was out before you got here. I was out uh, picking up some supplies that we need. Uh, what do you got going on today? Doing the Fourth of July barbecue yeah, meet thing up with the family and all hanging that out, fun stuff. Hanging out by the pool. Yep, yep. Very outside nice. in sweltering heat. It is disgustingly hot today. It's, but I I said to Annette last night. She's like, oh, it's so, so gross out. It's going to be nice because we're going to California at the end of the week. And where we're going to be, like in San Francisco, mm-hmm. it's a high of like 72 because it's right, obviously right on the ocean. But when we're in Lake Tahoe, it's supposed to be in the 80s. And she's like, yeah, it's going to be so nice being, a, being in San Francisco. Nice, cool temperatures. I was like, nope, I am not complaining about hot weather this year. You can't because we've just had ridiculously awful winters and I cannot complain about it. Right. Because six months from now when it's four degrees for the high for the entire week, it's going to be awful. Yeah. And you're going to be complaining about that. Why do we do this to ourselves? Who in their right mind would voluntarily live in the Midwest of this country? It's terrible. My friend in the winter, he lives right by me and he'll text me and. You know, it's 68 in Scottsdale right now, mm. and they have golf courses. Yeah. What am I doing here worrying about a snowplow service? The thing that kills me is that everyone's always like, oh, but the summers, they're so worth it. No, they're not. They're hot. They're fine. Yeah. I mean, look, the the lakes here, beautiful. Like, second to none. Sure. I, I agree. I think that uh, it's great to go to the beach, and, and we can go up north and do all that fun stuff, but worth it? Nope. Mm-hmm. There was that. Remember that stretch that we had like in February or March when the high for every day for about five days was like negative two. That cancels out everything. <laughs> Doesn't everything. matter what comes after that. Doesn't matter. I don't care if it was 90 the next day. Does not make up for it. So I need to put a bow on this hot dog eating competition okay. history. What do we got? Because I'm we, looking through the records, right? So because I feel like this wasn't even like televised or known about until... The Kobayashi and Chestnut thing started happening. So the years right before that, the numbers, 19 won it in 1998, 21.5 won it in 1999, and 25 won it in the year 2000. 25 in 10 minutes. This one was 12 minutes. I don't know why 25 they 25 in 12 minutes. minutes and in and, and what year did you say? 2000? This was 2000. So from the year 2000, which was not even 20 years ago, Yep. It, they've tripled the amount of hot dogs they yeah. eat. In slightly less time. Well, in one year, because 2000, Kazutoyo R.I., Japanese, ate 25 and 12 minutes. The year 2001, Kobayashi ate 50. Jeez. He <laughs> so just, it doubled he just, in a year. So he jumped on the scene and just dominated. But the notes on these on Wikipedia are the best, because in 1999, 
The contest was won by a 317-pound, 50-year-old man from Egg Harbor Township, New Jersey. Hey, Egg Harbor. How about that? Footage appeared to show that he actually consumed half of a hot dog before the starting gun was fired. Oh, boy, big controversy. should have been disqualified. So uh, are they allowed to hold them? Uh, I think so. Or do they have to, they're all on the plate and then they can't pick them up? So the year 2000, the contest was won by a 100-pound, 32-year-old mattress salesman from Japan. <laughs> that was Kobayashi? That was or, Kazutoyo or they, okay. Arai. Okay. Uh, another, uh, a Jap- another Japanese person was second, consumed 24 hot dogs, and a woman was the third-place finisher who consumed 22. 41-year-old locomotive machinist of <clears throat> Maryland was the fourth-place finisher. A locomotive machinist. And 391 pound. So in one year... Steve Kiner went from 317 pounds to 391 pounds. Okay. So Steve Kiner's on the downhill. Well, it depends on which way you look at it. He could be on the upswing, weight-wise. Finished in the middle of the pack with only 15 hot dogs. Oh, but I feel like I could do 15 in 12 and a half minutes. I really think so. I definitely think In 12 think minutes. Is that our goal? 15 and 12 that minutes? Our- do we want to beat the 391-pound... Steve Former, Kiner? Formerly 317 pound. Now 391 pounds. More likely now dead. More likely dead, <laughs> yeah. Uh, is, an Ameri- is an American competitive eater. Boy, he better... I hope He's he still on the his, circuit. I hope he stepped his game up. He's still on the circuit. Uh, boy, many competitive eaters use nicknames during contests. One of this guy's nicknames, again, his name is Steven Kiner. Ralph. That's not a nickname. No, that is it's simply just a another different name. first name. I'd be like, hey, uh, you know, obviously everyone knows me as Steve. But when it's competitive eating time, call me Tom. And I'm Kyle. But when I put on the bib for the first annual Steve and Kyle hot dog hockey chug off, you call me Mitch. <laughs> All right. So Mitch and Tom's first annual hot dog hockey chug off. I want another one of those. It's like a boxing poster, you know, like yeah. when you and I are facing off and it's like on the right side, Steve, parent, or, uh, <laughs> Steve in uh, quotes, quotes, Tom, Tom, and then on me, me on the other side, like a, instead of boxing gloves, we have two hot dogs in our hands <laughs> and it's Kyle, Mitch. Mitch. In a battle of the undefeated, yeah. zero and zero under both of our names. Yep. Yeah, maybe put our stats on there, yeah. our, like the tail of the tape. <laughs> like, what's the hot dog reach from like yeah. from plate to mouth? <laughs> and I'll measure it. Yeah, I'll measure I'll do it. it. I'll measure the the length from when my arm is outstretched comfortably to my mouth, and let everybody know I need that to happen. Yeah. I absolutely need my face on a hot dog eating competitive poster. Boy, we are idea men, aren't we? Listen, nothing comes to fruition. Nothing. At least the way we intend it to. But boy, oh boy, do we have ideas. Mm -hmm. Boy, oh boy, do we have ideas. Um, And speaking of which, we never got to because we got very sidetracked last week. And we'll get to that sidetrack. Oh, with with C.G. Johnson talk. We'll get to that sidetrack here shortly. But we never got a chance to go over the polls, Steve, from... Oh, sure. Two episodes ago. Yeah. And we need to do that because that was a hot debate. 
Mm-hmm. There was a hot debate going on around here. We decided to string three polls together. So if I remember correctly, it was uh, one about baloney. Yes. There was one about... Oh, boy. I, don't, I honestly don't remember the other two. How do you cut your sandwich? Oh, of course. Triangles or rectangles or other. And popsicle or creamsicle. As we had the big creamsicle right, 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 popsicle right. taste test here on this, uh, on this podcast two weeks ago. So my biggest disappointment... He's seeing some of these results, and now I talked about it. You should be used to that by now, though. Yeah, and typically, I- if it's if it's a me versus you competition in the poll, yeah. you pretty much always lose. That's why I think I need to put the polls up before the episode's released, so that you know the standard anti Kyle bias can't rear its ugly, <laughs> ugly head. Mm-hmm. You know, with the swarms. Swarms of, as I've affectionately called them, dickheads <laughs> affecting the polls. Um, now, with this one, I don't really think that. I mean, th- this wasn't a huge competition between us. No, I don't think for any of them. Any no. of them, like popsicle, creamsicle. I'm look. I like. I think I like popsicles better, but I'm not uber passionate about it. And you're kind of the same way. You prefer creamsicles. I prefer but, a creamsicle. I feel like it's a bonus because yeah. you're getting two but for yeah. one there. Yeah. You're just getting slightly less, you know, ice. Right. And getting a little more, you know, cream. More cream. There. Oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. So that, that poll, that's the one that disappointed me because I thought for sure people would see the air of the popsicles ways mm-hmm. and decide, yes, I do like the cream inside of my popsicle. Now, maybe what, maybe I just had a bad experience because I hadn't had a creamsicle in probably 25 years. And then the ones sure. you brought in, uh, not to insult your buying, but they weren't exactly top tier. And again, I had to go to two stores just to find one. I couldn't find creamsicles anywhere. Okay. It's ridiculous. So. And we talked about it, Steve. It's the softening of this world. You know, it's all mm-hmm. juice bars and, yeah. you know, frozen plant bars. <laughs> Next thing you know, it's going to be CBD bo- pops. Yeah. yeah. The dirt cookies and nobody with, wants that with actual worms <laughs> so in the debate of popsicle creamsicle steve and i should have had the uh, facebook results open before i started going through these but at least on twitter and again can you can vote on all of these polls that I'll we put up one. and we try to do one of these at least one of these every week uh, at Stephen kyle that's on twitter and on facebook you can do both the polls there i don't think we can do polls on instagram i think you need to have like ten thousand followers yeah we so don't have that we're pretty close. Would it be? A, what are we about ninety eight hundred short? Yeah. Do we even a, have two hundred? Sure. I think we can round up. Hey, look at that! I just uh, just went to our Facebook page. Yeah. You just reached five hundred page likes. Hey, nice thank work. you, everybody. Now Facebook, we know we don't really we don't do Facebook as much as we do Twitter. I think that's just ease of access. But I still like to post all the polls there and. I, I, I like interacting there. It's just, as we've pointed out, Steve, on a lot of our polls that we've done over the last, you know, six, eight months when we started doing these, sometimes it's interesting to see how the Facebook community will vote yeah. and how the Twitter community votes, because obviously there's a pretty standard age gap between those two platforms, mm-hmm. and that changes things quite a bit, as we saw in the second and final Throat Goblin Tournament of, t- <laughs> yeah. of 2019. Yeah. Never to be done again. Maybe the last one ever. But you know exactly what's going to happen next year, next March or April. That's when the groundswell of support will be like, what happened? Why aren't you doing it this year? Yeah. I loved it. That was my favorite thing. Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't you, why didn't didn't you, you vote? You, why didn't you vote, man? 
That was a lot of work. Because it wasn't worth our time. No. Definitely not. Wasn't worth the time. That so, sucked. Um, do you have, okay, I, so I had the... Okay, okay, I got, I got like, Team Baloney. Okay, so I see Facebook for Popsicle and Creamsicle and Twitter. So by a vote of 52% to 48% with about 290 votes, Steve. Yeah. Creamsicle edges out popsicle 52 percent to 48 that that one doesn't surprise me at all that's where i thought that that would land i About thought it 50, would be 50. higher i really thought cream school would be higher yeah now moving I'm disappointed. on moving on to the important one how do you cut your sandwich this was important rectangle or diagonal and triangle. now again we didn't have a dog in this fight no we were just curious because it's done a multitude of ways now on facebook they do limit the options i can put so I can't, I couldn't put other on Facebook. So that kind of affected those numbers sure. a little bit. Now I did get some clarification from my sister who listened to the podcast. Oh, good. Because there was a, I, I remember talking about it, how I would always cut mine the opposite of how she would cut hers. So she sent me a text last week. She said, you're right. My PB and J had to be cut into rectangles. Yours was always triangles. However, a glaring omission was that oh. yours was peanut butter and grape jelly. Mine was, and still is, strawberry jam. Like, exclusively? I, yeah, I used to do peanut butter and grape jelly, which is weird, because that sounds gross right now. So you wouldn't eat grape jelly right now? I mean, I would, but I would, by default, I would go strawberry jam. Now. Really? Yeah, like, even the, 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 the Smucker's squeezable. You're gonna go. You're going to go the strawberry? Yeah. No kidding. So you, Yeah, I can, as somewhere along the line, I converted. Because I don't care. I I'm think sure they're that, both fine. And I yeah, I'm and sure. I'm, I'm sure the grape would still be fine, but uh, and typically I don't like grape, but um, for jelly on a peanut butter and jelly, yeah, eh, I'm fine. I I mean, boy, I hate to, you know, beat a dead horse here, but is that the poll question this week <laughs> <laughs> on the Fourth of July? I think so. I should mean, we that, put or should we string a few together? Because I'm kind of curious what people think. Give I think us, we should give us them. a full hockey game. Do you think we can eat? Over or under, what should we put? More or less than uh, 10 hot dogs each? 15? I, I think 10's a fair number. We're older. Nine years ago, yeah. I could see myself eating, like I well, did, wait. I ate 12 beers, 10 hot dogs. Yeah, so are we So we have to have a number for beers and hot dogs. Oh, boy, so it's three poles already. I bet I could do, in a hockey game, I bet I could do eight hot dogs, eight beers. I don't think I could do anything more than that. I think I could now, do we're talking... Um, twelve ounce beer, twelve ounce, but it has to be poured into a into a cup. Into so a I cup. guess we can do it out of a can into a cup, but yeah, it has to be in a cup. Yeah, twelve ounce cup. Oh boy, beer. I, I think don't I think could I can do, do. No, who would am you I say kidding? Eight and eight? I can't do eight beers. There's no chance. I could ten and ten. Ten and ten. I'm thinking eight dogs. Hot dogs, I'll have no problem with. I like them as long as I don't eat a lot that day. Yeah. I can easily polish off eight hot dogs. I'm even going to put ketchup on some of them. Whoa! Because yeah. I want to enjoy the first one or two. So those will be on the polls this week. Do you think okay. we can eat, eat over or under 10 hot dogs apiece and drink over or under? Do you want to just do... I'll, I'll do 10. I'll just do 10 okay. and 10. Yeah. Do you think we can drink over or under Ugh. 10 beers apiece? And lastly, grape or strawberry jam. <laughs> yeah. Now, my sister also went on to say... If you guys have a bologna taste test, can you do liverwurst next? No, never. I said not a chance. No, I would rather uh, go eat my own son's vomit than have that. 
She said, I used to love liverwurst. Oh. I almost bought some the other day to see if it still tasted as good as I remember. <laughs> to which I said, I can't imagine you'd enjoy that. There's no chance that you... No. That, all right. Let's... Uh, another poll question here. Do you eat liverwurst on a regular basis? Oh, that's... I know what way that's going. I don't know. There's a lot of... I won't even put... I won't There's even a lot put- of mongrels who listen to this podcast. I don't want to put regular basis because I feel like the number who eats liverwurst regularly is non-existent. Okay, how about do you eat liverwurst more than three times a year? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm writing that down. That's why you hear the click clacking yep. of my no. keyboard. These are all going to be posted today, too. So Yeah, they'll, they'll already be up because, again, I'm trying to get rid of the anti-Kyle bias. Sure. At what point <laughs> are you weird. Gonna- so is this what you feel like at the side gig? Because everybody hates you. Yeah. But has that been displaced by the new co-host? No, everyone loves her. So you're still the hated one. I am, st- I am 100% confident that if we did a poll that I, said... I'm from the side gig. Yeah, saying who is the most hated, I would, would be get you. it. Yeah, I would definitely get it. Because it was that way back when I was there, but it, yeah. it used to always... I mean, it, oh, it's the new guy, it's the new guy. But you've now had two new guys since you being the new guy. Yeah. Plus one leaving. Yeah. And you would still come up last. Yeah, dead last. Dead last. But if we did this, the poll for this podcast, I'm and beloved. I'm never doing I'm beloved. That. I am never doing that poll. No, that was... That will be me, you know... That was the worst back then when... Because I remember we did two polls, and it was like, uh, who do you love on the show the most? And I was dead last. And then it was, who do you hate on the show the most? And I was first. So it was like, cool, I won, but not what I wanted to win. Like, like it wasn't obvious enough after the first poll that they then made me post that second poll. Boy, that's a real defeating poll to even ask. I know. Like, there is no like, winner. And well, it's there, I mean, there is a winner, but like, even if you finish second, you're kind of like, oh, I thought I would be like more than so-and-so. And the worst part is, well, no, it's not the worst part, but one of the bad parts is... Back then, since our website was so stupid and clunky, Mm -hmm. just to post that poll was like a 25-minute ordeal. So I'm like, not only do I know I'm going to lose this poll, but I have to put in a half hour of work to know, just to make sure I know I'm going to lose. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I don't want to do that. No. Uh, I've Listen, I've heard enough and read enough of the posts and emails that we get. I know how it goes. Yeah. Do you think there are two more hated people that do a podcast together than you and I? <sighs> well, I don't think that blonde Milo Yanta, whatever his oh, name Yana is. Oh, Yana If he started a podcast with Alex Jones. Or Hitler. Or Hitler. But other than that. Milo and Hitler. Milo and Hitler. Weekly escapades. <laughs> talking hockey beer chug offs. <laughs> yeah, do you think that do you think Alex Jones has ever laughed at something? Like do you think he when he's just sitting around says like, hey, you know it'd be kind of funny to do a hot dog beer chug off. No, but I feel like it's with all of those people who yeah. it seems like they just, just live and breathe the political climate of today where Yeah, they're joyless. Whereas 99% of the population is trying to do their best to get away from that because it's mm-hmm. so divisive. And that's why we present to you, how do you cut your sandwich? 
I mean, is there a better way, Steve, to get away from it all yeah. than seeing a poll pop up across your Twitter feed and have to take a step back from the computer and go, huh, what way do I prefer my sandwich cut? Why argue to divide a nation when you can argue about dividing a sandwich? That's- and by argue, <laughs> essentially vote against Kyle about which way. What side did you fall on that? Uh, I I was non-committal. It doesn't. I'm. I could go either way. So I think even so- even when you were a kid, though, because now obviously I couldn't care less. But when I was a kid, like that's one of those kid things that's really important. It, you know, that's weird. I don't even remember. Yeah, I don't even remember. But it seems like we're in the minority because looking at these poll results, it is sixty-two percent of the audience says they cut it diagonally on try on uh, Twitter. Uh, both. Well, I okay. could, but okay, combine, you combine, combine both. Yeah, and about 30% have said rectangle, mm-hmm. and the other 8%, Steve, are other. And these other people are the ones I have a problem with, because we asked comment did, did below. We have, some, we have some write-ins. We had some comment below, and so most people, and I get it, uh, thank you for bastardizing a simple question. We're all the same. I'm a grown-up. I don't cut my sandwich. Yeah, we thanks. We get it. That's we not get the that. point. It's the, it, whatever. So most of the replies, and I would beg to differ because unless you're making the sandwich yourself, if you go out to eat and get a sandwich, it's always cut. Yeah, like you never go to a a, a restaurant, order a club sandwich, and they just bring it to you all assembled. It's always cut. Now we have listener and friend of the show, Crystal, who won the very first and very last March Madness bracket. <laughs> Okay. For the Steve and Kyle podcast. What did she win? I think we sent her some garbage. <laughs> like, literal. I don't even think it was garbage merch. <laughs> like this box of like garbage. A, yeah, that, like a box sitting opened. Okay. Like one of the tins from your wedding that had candy in it. Oh, nice. But no candy. I okay. just sent her the tin. Right. Um, I think you threw some of your, gar- your week, like a banana peel. <laughs> <laughs> threw some recycling in there. And then, like, two signatures on a napkin. <laughs> Like that has some value. Oh, that bed, Crystal, that better be hanging up in your house. That's a Stephen Kyle prize pack. Mm-hmm. So she she tweeted in both, and I said, "No, we're not here for fence sitters. That's no, not the way it works. No, you you pick a side." So she brings up an interesting point, though. She said a fluffinutter, which oh. I believe is marshmallow. Yeah, it's marshmallow cream. That's it, and right? Peanut butter and peanut butter. Okay, is always diagonal. But others are rectangle. All right. That poses the question. Do you do different sandwiches, different directions? Well, that poses a whole other question of why are you still eating fluffernutter? No one ever liked fluffernutter. Come on, Crystal. You're a grown woman. Oh, we have our friends who we're supposed to do a exchange podcast hits with them. PTR radio. Octagon. <laughs> Octagon. Okay. Yeah little difficult probably a little time consuming and there's not going to be much sandwich left if you're cutting all the cutting all those angles you're losing probably 30 yeah, percent of your sandwich. sandwich yeah uh matthew everett said strips and i told him to leave strips <laughs> like like a like a piece of string cheese and then another vote by mallory plowman rectangle for regular sandwiches diagonal for grilled cheese now that's another question grilled cheese i always go diagonal and there's no rhyme or reason for it. I think, well, grilled cheese, because at least when I have grilled cheese, it's always, almost always accompanied by tomato soup. Oh, of course. And I think if you go... You got to dip. Yeah, if you go triangle, then it's, you got the it, dipping it's corner. easier to dip. Yeah. Okay. 
completely lost on the is the, the the obvious notion that once you bite that first corner off it you're in the same spot yeah, you would have been it's at the, the wild the west angle. It's, just, it's all the same no, so no. by that yeah so about 62 percent they're said diagonal and lastly and for me the most important question because this has been a lifelong staple the question was team baloney team oh, i didn't even i didn't scroll okay there we are so with a little over so, 260... I, I like how you didn't even... That was just the question. The question was simply Team Baloney, question mark. Keeping it simple, not, not you know, trying to sway it one way or the other. And this one hurts my feelings a little bit. Because on... Fa- and this is where this we... This is re- not surprising. This is surprising to me on Facebook. Because Facebook, I feel like, like we said, skews a touch older. And I feel like Baloney... Is a kind of an older staple. Baloney's so, an old man's game. So when I see 63% on Facebook say no to Team Baloney, one, I'm offended oh because boy. you're not giving Baloney the respect it deserves. Okay? Does it though? Does it? It does absolutely it. deserves respect. You know what? This has been put off too long. We need the Baloney taste test to be official. Yeah, well, I've, I've been waiting for it the last two Listen, times you've I been here. I told you I'm done buying your groceries. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next time we record, which is going to be in about a week and a half. Yeah, it is a while, yeah. Yeah, I'll have I'll I'll put, you know, something. I'm going to put it on the shopping list right now. <laughs> Annette's going to see it on the shopping. Yeah. Why do I need to pick up Oscar Mayer baloney? Uh but no, that I I've simply forgot to get that the last few Oscar weeks. Oscar Mayer baloney. So 63% on Facebook said no to team baloney. Which is listen, of I, Wonder Bread. And but Twitter, fifty-two percent said oh, yes boy, so to you're, Team Baloney. So you're right then. The 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 tail of the tape is split. It is. So it, that that comes out to about fifty-five uh, percent say yet say no to Team Baloney, and forty-five percent say yes Team Baloney. And again, that hurts my feelings. Team Baloney, yeah. like that is a childhood and adult staple of mine. I don't think people still eat Baloney regularly. Do you? Do you still get it on a regular basis? Got a package in the fridge right now. Had myself a bologna sandwich less than one week ago. Nice, some nice Heinz ketchup. Some <laughs> some white bread. Oh, oh, that's what we're having. We need to try. Do this I have bologna. to do ketchup? Do you want mustard? No. You want mayonnaise? You want some cheese? I would do mayonnaise. You would do ke- bologna and mayonnaise. I don't know why, but it. This is going to work. Out I think, because- and honestly, it's not the it's not the ketchup on the bologna that grosses me out. Mm-hmm. It's the thought of ketchup on a on a piece of white bread. <laughs> I don't know why, but that skeeves Ooh. me out. It Ooh. really makes me. You've got to try a bite with ketchup, bologna ketchup. All right, so and maybe white I'll bread. do like ketchup on one end. <laughs> we got to do the octagon cut. The, the the octagon cut okay and this is going to work out great for me because i already know i love bologna i don't need this taste test this taste test is for yeah. a party of one this is just yeah this is just a snack for I'll you bring the bologna steve do i need to keep it on my on my no, list i'll know? bring okay. two slices of bologna you get two slices of bread <laughs> we'll octagon cut wait it. so you only do one slice of bologna on your bologna sandwich no two Okay. I did two. Okay. So we'll do two on the br- two on one. Oh, I sandwich. thought you meant two, and then we'd split it. Oh no! Again, I don't need to. I know I'm team baloney. I need to know where. Now your I need to see are. you eat it too, because okay. I, part of me still thinks that this is all just a ruse. I'll bring four slices of baloney. Do you have ketchup? Do you need me to bring? We ketchup? got ketchup. Okay. I'll bring four slices of baloney. You get me a cut four pieces of white bread. None of that multi oat 
Uh, no, of course not. Dirt, dirt bread. We're not allowing that. Okay. It's white bread, preferably the cheap variety, so that when you open the bag, you can feel the bread harden in your hand. Okay, so I put a small loaf of wheat br- of white bread yep. on the on the grocery. And if you want to put parentheses, cheap as possible. <laughs> okay, that's that's the way to do it. As cheap as. Possible. And I'm just going to have a full bologna and ketchup sandwich. And over See, there, I think you need to bring the whole pack of bologna because what if what if uh-huh. I happen to like it? Yeah, that's fine. And then I'm that. like, all right. You think I'm leaving you my bologna then? Is that your thoughts? No, but I, I'm also a little grossed out at the thought of you just walking into the house holding four pieces of bologna. <laughs> well, I'm not putting them in a bag or anything either. I'm just going to hold them in my hand out the car window <laughs> you're, you're gonna, as I drive over. Throw, throw them on the passenger seat on the <laughs> yeah, drive over. Yeah. Maybe Sorry about the dog here. Yeah, put them in the cup holder or something. Yeah. No, okay. I'll bring over the pack of bologna. Okay. We'll throw it. And again, for you, we're, we're octagon cutting it. So mm-hmm. we need... I don't think we're going to do all the toppings that people suggested because some people are gross. What else did they suggest? And somebody said like peanut butter. Oh, somebody said pickles too. There's and, and no you're chance. you're not a pickle guy. No chance I'll eat a pickle. So I think we do a, a corner with ketchup, a corner with mayonnaise, a corner with mustard. <laughs> oh, we're really getting into this now. Oh, yeah. You're getting oh, at least mustard. four cups. I hate like you're you talking, hate mustard? You're talking, I, it, I think we've talked about this before. I hate the standard yellow mustard, but I love honey mustard. Yeah, somebody said so we can do honey mustard. Okay, we'll do some. Honey. I don't have honey mustard. Yeah, I don't either. So add that to the shopping list. We probably uh, we have yellow mustard upstairs. For the for the sake of this, I will do yellow mustard, even though I will hate it. So are we are we, now? When you say we'll just put these condiments on the corner, are you talking just in the corner? Or are we doing quadrants? I think we're doing. Like I said, I think we cut your sandwich into fours or eights or whatever, depending on how many toppings we decide uh, on. So it's going to be. If we like, do four, we're doing one with ke- one plain. Yeah. One ketchup, one mayonnaise, one one mustard. mayonnaise, one mustard. Okay. Now we have people, but I think we agree. Uh, we can add cheese if you'd like it. I'm not a bologna and cheese man. No, I think that for the sake of this, we need to have it in its most pure form. We had a, li- a listener, Benny, on Twitter say minus ketchup, add peanut butter. So mm. I tell you right now, don't do it. No, those two are not going to mix for you. Not happen. Although it's it's the salty and sweet, so I'm assuming it would be all right. Yeah, it's not for me. I'm. Tried and true. Yeah. Bologna ketchup, bologna and mustard. Oh, God. Why are you dreading it? You've never had it. You can't be like, it's gross when you haven't even tasted it. You like hot dogs well enough. This is I a, know. This all makes sense. This would all you makes prefer sense. it if we rolled it up and put it on a hot dog bun instead of white bread? Which, again, is just <laughs> thicker white bread. I don't know. I just... Something about it just makes me a little sick to my stomach so that's it next week next I'm bringing week. the pack of bologna you're gonna have some cheap bread we're gonna slap some condiments on there yeah you're, and we're gonna again i don't need to and the only reason i would think i think that you I have to though i the only reason i don't think I, i'll take a bite but i feel like we get lost when we're doing eating competitions and it's just us chewing and nobody's talking what are you talking about that's the best part of this podcast by the way my mic's about to fall again i'm not surprised this is why this podcast is ending <clears throat> I can't endure another Christmas season <laughs> with this. No, I'm going to build a new table. Uh-huh. And the tooth fairy's coming. The funny thing is, when because we're, we're redoing the, the bedroom upstairs now, mm-hmm. and we took out, they're inexplicable, inexplicably, the previous owner put in, like, kitchen cabinets in the bedroom. Okay. <laughs> and there was a countertop that would have... 
in hindsight, would have worked pretty well. Well, we have, I don't know, four different volunteers who want to either make us a table or help make us a table. This is just ridiculous. We have friends of the show. Who, who are the four? Well, I thought we'd had, uh, well, I, I know our friend Chris. Yeah, Chris definitely Chris has offered, and I thought, didn't... Um, didn't Cy Nolan Ryan Young want to help do something with that or no? I don't know. I don't remember. But there was at least a, uh, and I believe a listener said they want their, they commented on one of our Facebook posts that they wanted to offer to build us a table. Right, Steve? Maybe. In case you can't hear Steve, it's because he had to mute his microphone because in an upset, this tiny sheared piece of metal did not hold... <laughs> on this on this sturdy folding table that we use for our studio desk, but it's fine. It's fine. This only happens once a week. <laughs> it's not bad at all, right, Steve? It's going to be the time that I yeah. really, really get it secured. So going back to all of our tasteless and our eating that we've done, Steve, you, you, you tweeted and you posted that, and, and this was a pretty universal decision or universal review that we got about when we were doing our popsicle and creamsicle tastes and we get this a lot but i feel like popsicle creamsicle was more divisive than the rest annette your popsicle eating was the worst thing i've ever heard in my entire life and i stopped listening and knowing annette she very well means forever oh she's done that's yeah, it. That's done with that's her. it with the podcast, especially in her state where you're pregnant and certain things affect your stomach in different ways. So hearing, you know, slurping and chewing of ice and popsicles that has a negative I, effect on some people. You know, I don't think that we actually did that. I'm, I think that that was just part of her imagination. Hey, do you want one of these? Uh, Not at all. Ooh, here, go ahead. That's that. You, you indulging in one of these green, yeah, maybe. white Haribo I might, I might frogs? Oh, I got in. a twofer. Oh. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that sounds good. Mm. Thanks to Philip. These were Rebo frogs last winter. Boy, I like these. Not bad. They're good. And I was a little worried about them. We're coming around on candy, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Chucky e. Cheese, Chucky e. Cheese Juniors. Mm-hmm. Rebo frogs. I don't know what the hell those flavors supposed to be. Again, I think I described them as green. Yeah, it's like a lime. That's good. Mm. Man, man, that is that is delicious. Mm, thank you, Philip, for for that. Mm-hmm. As we are uh, slowly dwindling our candy selection. <laughs> yeah, the box candy that Nikki sent us went faster than I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess not faster. I than think the I only thought. thing we have left that Nikki sent um, one box of Swedish one box fish. of Swedish fish. Yeah, but our candy supply. And please, this is not an invitation to send more. But I'm not saying no. We, um, but we're, let's see, we have basically a couple of Andy's mints, uh, a box of Swedish fish, and between four and 500 York peppermint patties. <laughs> One box not even remotely opened. No, and one of the boxes I had stuffed the ones that... Uh, that our friend Chris Peru gave us when yeah. he visited us in Van Wert, Ohio. So the 175 advertised on the box was more because I yeah. stuffed some more yeah. in there. And then we've obviously got three boxes of cereal, one that you've dug into. Uh, mm-hmm. You're waiting for to tell me that 
you know, that horse cereal is good. <laughs> crackling up brand. All right, if I'm doing the the bologna taste test. You're going to have a bowl of crackling oat brand, Fine. Right? I'll take a few bites of crackling oat brand. Hey, you're having a whole bowl of it. Uh, I'm having a whole sandwich. Follow that up. Go lick a sugar cube. <laughs> I think you're going to be surprised by it. Crackling it's a li- oat brand? It's a little brand? sweet. It kind of tastes like uh, they're little cookies. Hand me that There's box. no chance that crackling oat brand it is. It's sweet. tastes like a cookie. Go ahead. No. This is next week's debate. All right, so I think we need to get to the big news of the week. Oh my gosh, and yeah, it's that, been far too long, and we oh we cannot skip the fast five. My brother threatened me under uh, like very physical violence yesterday. Your brother did? Yeah, that he's is, not a violent if we man. Skip the fast. Oh, he Steve. was, was kind of mean to me though. Steve, when, when we were broken. at his house for Memorial Day, he was not polite. He's broken my foot at all. Very he's broken rude, my nose. Rude host. I said to him. I said, hey, man, your lawn looks great. Because it did. It looked fantastic. It was like the most lush green lawn I've ever seen. And you're a guy who can spot a good-looking <laughs> lawn. To which he replied, yeah, what the hell do you know about that? <laughs> Jeez, man, I'm just <laughs> paying you a compliment. I think the years and months of you calling, you know, giving him just... Horrible, horrible, hurtful names. I don't know if that has ever happened. Just you sitting over there popping off, wild man. There's a couple of six shooters in your holster. Look, let's not lie to each other. He's not a fast man. Hey. But, but he can grow a great lawn. Hey. Great lawn. Yeah. It's a nice lawn. From zero, too. I mean, from like, nothing. Imagine going from zero to that, and imagine going from 100 to what to you zero. have. <laughs> He went from zero to 100 in yeah. the same speed that we went from 100 to zero. Yeah. There's a person uh, diagonal from us, like, just on the one road over that I don't know what they did, but for some reason, about a month and a half ago, their whole front yard was dug up. I don't know if it was, like, a sewer issue mm-hmm. or they were putting in sprinklers or what, but the whole front yard completely dug up. And I saw that guy out there a bunch of times, and he had... Like, dirt dropped off a couple different times. Massive truckloads of dirt. Within four weeks, he has the most beautiful lawn I've ever seen. And then you go outside, look at yours. Yeah. And realize... Well, it's been a fun ride. I gave up. I think there's a very good chance that next year we hire a company to come out and kill everything. And just restart it. And start fresh. And now you were gaining some ground here we were. recently. Yeah, we were doing okay. And we actually put down, uh, Annette and her mom put down some more seed in the, because we had put down, like you mix up the the, the topsoil and the seed and then you put it in where, where it needs it. Well, we had done that maybe a month ago, but we didn't get enough of it. So we had only done a little bit. So they went and like did the rest of it. Mm-hmm. So where we did put it down, it's come in really good. And uh, So to recap... You're you're 38. Yeah. Not pregnant. No. And the people who went out and tried to save the lawn. Yeah. Woman in her 60s. Yeah. Pregnant woman. Yeah. In heat. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. What were were you up to? I was traveling. I was... uh, Papa Papa was earning money. Whoa! Big man on campus! (laughs) 
I was, hey, I was in the... Ex- hey, preggers! <laughs> get the fertilizer and hit the, hit the dead spots, would you? Look, man, I mean, I was in the exotic locales. Like Green Bay, Wisconsin. Albany, New York. The Jersey Shore. Los Angeles. Ever Whoa, heard of it? Oh, the city of angels. The city that never sleeps. Man, look at you two. T- oh, just big and big and important, Steve. And that's why it's that reason we're recording on a Thursday morning. <laughs> Is it Boy. Thursday? Man, it, I'm so screwed up on days like the last week because ah. it, there's been... An abnormal amount of traveling. Yeah. Well, hey, why would you care? You know, throw the wife out to spread fertilizer in 85, 90 degree heat. Boy, how hard do you think it really is? Ask me to co-host on a Thursday. So. All to accommodate. (laughs) And this, this is why this podcast doesn't see another Christmas. (laughs) It's like, it's the tiny Tim of podcasts. (laughs) All right. We'll just wrap this up then. I mean, if if the end of if the end is inevitable, the end is inevitable. But we still have one big thing that this podcast has left to do, and this Boy, came to fruition. This started last week, and everybody listening to this was probably thinking, "Oh, great, another Steve and Kyle pipe dream." Yep, coming through on the microphones, and it has to do with the invention and the history of the overhead garage door opener. Mm-hmm. So as you heard last week, assuming you didn't turn it off 12 minutes into that nightmare, <laughs> we researched and went and went deep dive on the history of the overhead garage door Don't opener. Don't know why? We were talking about how we're going to change my garage door. But how did we get from there to the history of? Steve, it's a wild river that you and I raft down on a weekly basis. Yeah. And sometimes we get spun around in circles and we, you know, we can't see the waterfall we're about to go careening over. And that is the history of the mystery. So as we were talking about this last week, I started sending messages to Hartford City, Indiana. Now, I Yeah, just, I think I, you sent them while we were actually recording. Yeah. So I sent one to the city itself, followed that up by sending... Or no, I started by sending one to the newspaper, the Hartford City News Times. Because if anybody would know, it's the, it's the papers. And they never even read the message, let alone replied. So okay. I gave that about 16 hours. Well, that's probably uh, fairly common because it's a newspaper. So they're probably monthly. I'm sure they yeah, won't be. No, one, until... no one's in the office <laughs> yeah. until uh, as, after, you know, after the first of the month or something. So I followed that up by actually messaging the city. And the message was exploratory, just saying, hey, is there currently a monument where this is? And... I did not tell the city that we would want to place one. I just asked, do you know if there's a plaque or anything that commemorates the home? By the way, we're still looking for a, a placus or and a, a stone chipper. And a stone chipper. We need to both get, of them. Yeah. To, maybe you guys can pair up and, yep. you know, put your name or whatever on the bottom corner. Yeah, Obviously, yeah, a, little, a smaller little. font than Stephen Kyle. Sure. And slightly smaller than C.G. Johnson's name itself. Bonus points if you can... Uh, stone chip our faces into that stone i don't want to donate that to hartford city i want to keep that all right you got to make two make two boy the demands are growing and their listeners are dwindling so the city of hartford city was the first to reply steve Mm -hmm. they got back to me within a few hours they're going to pass it along to a city councilman 
who used to work for Overhead Door and now has his own garage door co- opener company. So was Overhead Door the name of C.G. Johnson's company? I don't know. They've done much. I've not gone that deep. Okay. It feels like we should. Probably. And you'll, and you'll, and since you'll know why. Since we're really, uh, you know, like protesting and uh, making it a point to to get this monument built, we yeah. should probably know what we're fighting And for. listen, you'll find out why we are going to have to actually do a deep dive here in a few minutes because I can't believe what's happening. Okay. So I followed that up with a message to the public library in Hartford City. They replied back almost immediately. For his home, no, I don't think so. And they recommended checking with the Blackford County Historical Society. So your, your question was, is there a monument to C.J. Yes. Johnson? Yep, okay. same question. Copied and pasted the same message. Uh, recommend checking with the Blackford County Historical Society and to see what information they may have to offer you on Overhead Door and C.G. Johnson. So they sent me a link to the website, and I said, thank you. I went to that website from the Contact Us page. Mm-hmm. Copy and paste. Copy and paste. The exact same message. To what our the- new friend, Steve. Oh. Sinuard Castillo. Oh, Sinuard. Castello. Castello. How is it spelled? C-A-S-T-E-L-O. I think that's Costello. Costello, you're going. Not Castello? Sinuard. C-A-S. Oh, C-A-S. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Castello. Sinuard Castello. Yeah, the double L's would be the, the Y sound, but a single L is just the L sound. Replied to me after, no doubt, a hard day of work at the Blackford County Historical Society or whatever well, it's I called. Would, I would assume that this is like this is what they do. This is probably right in their yeah. wheelhouse. It, so, by like the way, their, their job is to make sure that people know about the history. So I'm already stunned because the library has already said for his home, no. So, so they don't think no. there's so as we joked about and you heard it in the introduction this week, there's not that many famous sons. No. And while you might like listen, this isn't earth shattering, but it's something everybody has. And mm-hmm. it was developed in Hartford City, Indiana. You don't need to make room for a monument or a public bench to, you know, a guy who sewed one of the first uh, you know, pillowcases. It's the same. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I'm stunned that there's not already something. So already my interest is peaked. Right? Mm -hmm. So I copy and paste a very similar message. I add on, if there's not a a current plaque or monument, we would love to provide one and come visit. And that's where where you, our our plaquist and stone chipper friends, come in. And I feel like we may have overextended our wheelhouse. Now, we happen to know people in a lot of fields. How Random. Oh, wait a minute. You know something? I know somebody who could do it. Wouldn't be stone, but I could get a nice piece of wood, outdoor quality, so it holds up to the elements, mm-hmm. and they have a laser that they could laser etch whatever we want on there, and then I could coat it in some polyurethane. If we're doing that, I think we just need to make a whole bench. A bench? Oh. The C.G. Johnson bench. Listen, and make three... the bench look like an overhead door that has oh, wow. been rolled in on itself. That's a lot of expertise. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> this a is like bench made out of an old garage door, like a six-year-old's imagination. It's a now. long bench. Yeah, eight feet minimum. Right? Isn't that the standard? Yeah, for a single. Yeah, uh, nine. I think nine actually. A nine-foot bench. <laughs> And seven feet tall. 
That's a big bench. That might work. You'd have to go like feet, like back. So it'd be like oh, if okay, you're sitting so, yeah. behind your feet, and then yeah. the seat side, and then it might still be four <laughs> feet high in the back, so you can't see. You know. Yeah. Okay. Because I feel like there's only three real types of things you can do to commemorate somebody. You either plant a tree, uh-huh. you get a public bench, or, How your, about? or your standard plaque and marker. Hold on. New idea. I'm sure that there are some kind of uh, some kind of like public gardens in the area. What do you need? What does every garden need? A garage door? A way to get in. And I think we put up a <laughs> garage a door. Wait a minute. I'm joking. You're t- <laughs> yeah. You want a door at the public gardens, a garage door mm-hmm. to commemorate the birthplace of the inventor of the overhead garage door opener himself, C.G. Johnson. Johnson. Damn right I do. So we've got options, is what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll leave the design work and ideas for the commemoration to this to the city. I'm even willing to, to foot the bill for this, or at least some of the bill. I'll foot some of the bill for some of these cockamamie ideas that'll never come to fruition because I know I won't have to cut a check. <laughs> because I now, know what do we need to buy a like a, a Johnson door to to build it out of, or can I just go to like Hang on, Steve. Can I go to Home Depot and just get like a cheapy one? Hang on. What do you got? As a trade off of bringing this to the public light. We think the odds are I could get a door out of this deal. No oh boy. And we're saving ourselves. So we're saving is, myself this hundreds is all, of dollars so on this an, investment. So this is all an elaborate hoax. Listen, you work in radio. You know how barter works. Yeah. We're bringing attention to the public plight that is the lack of recognition for C.G. Johnson, one of the world's, as I said it, better than Thomas Edison, greatest inventors. You don't have to convince the me. The least you can do is ship me a door. You do not have to convince me. So I sent the Historical Society or Historical Museum of Blackford County, Indiana, that message. And our friend, our new friend, Senor Costello, replies, we shall need to do a little research on on C.G. Johnson's home. Now, does that mean that he's going to? I don't know. Or is that just one of those generic... I don't live there, (laughs) Senor. This feels like it's on you. Is that just one of those generic, like, yeah, we should look into that. Normally, I would write it off, but this Sinuard's message feels legitimately like he's interested. He's now interested. He's involved in this story because he like follows he, up. Like, poor Sinuard has been sitting at his desk yeah. at, the, at the museum or wherever he works. Yep. Just like, oh, God, someone just give me something yeah. mildly interesting he's instead already, of just, like, stacking books and yeah. moving papers around. Well, you look what happened when the last guy who stacked books didn't have enough to do. <laughs> Are you insinuating? No. No, Steve, how dare you take my words out of my mouth that I didn't say. I I feel like Sinuward is These sitting are fantastic, there. I feel like Sinuward is on board. So good. You're, thank you, Philip, uh, for the care pack. Thank you to everybody who sends us candy and food. As like as like uh, Steve said, the food has dwindled as we consume <laughs> it on a weekly basis. No, please no. I feel like Sinuard is tired of you know dealing with nothing but you know those fourth grade field trips that the kids don't care. Yeah, this is uh, so. This much, message was yeah, a nice retreat for him because Sinuard's working in the museum. Yeah, and these kids are coming in day after day. Where are the dinosaurs? Yeah, 
well, children, we don't have dinosaurs here. We're yep. a boring uh, museum yeah. of papers and books. Yeah, I have the first home in Blackford County, Indiana. A replica Ooh. scale. Cool. And kids don't want to be there. No. So I feel like Sinuard, this was a nice retreat for Sinuard because, and I note, I have no doubt that he rattled this off from memory, what I'm about to read you. Okay. He's stretching his legs now. He's just showing yeah. off. Yeah, he is. Nothing has been marked regarding it, but we do need to do that and would very much enjoy your visit. What? Steve, this is happening. Was that an invitation? That's an invitation for us to come down there for a ceremony commemorating a plaque at the home, the childhood home of C.G. Johnson, the creator of the overhead garage door opener, attended by more Steve and Kyle listeners than people who care. I am so excited about this because I genuinely think that if this happens, not only will there be will there be a CG Johnson day? Yeah. We're getting keys to the city. I am not leaving Hartford City, Indiana until I have a key to the city. And I don't want one of those fi- I want a key that actually works. Yeah, I want a big key. Like, like for whatever. I want a key that works in a garage door. Oh my god! Okay, I got to email Sinuard back because I have we have <laughs> give, demands. Give more list of demands. So it seems like this is like we are we've already made more headway with three messages than we did in three months of work. Yeah. to record one podcast in Van Wert, Ohio. Our follow ups. Well, we're recording a podcast in Hartford City. There's no doubt about it. The only issue we have is our time frame is rushed three times as fast for this. I'm willing to wait. I'm willing to wait till the spring if this okay. whole thing can come to fruition. And it might take that long. Listen, the wheels of government, Steve, yeah. they don't move fast, and that holds true in in, in Blackford County, Indiana. How about, okay, message, message Senorard back. Mm-hmm. Say, what are we going to do to grease the skids on this thing? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to follow up this week. If I don't hear from him this uh by next Monday or Tuesday. Do you think we been... should maybe ask Sinuard oh to do the research, mm-hmm. and then we have him or her on as a guest, mm-hmm. so they can reveal some of the, the tidbits of information that they've gained about C.G. Johnson and Overhead Door Company. I really feel like we've already isolated enough listeners. <laughs> so, yeah, that seems like a great idea. Look... You point out a person to me that doesn't want more overhead garage door knowledge, and I'll point out to you an idiot. <laughs> That's right. If you're not searching the globe, the corners of the internet, the deep, dark web, if you will, to find more knowledge about the overhead garage door opener, you are an idiot. So I yeah. I, mes- I mentioned that it feels like Sinuard is in the know on everything because he follows up the, this message. He continues with an anecdote that I again no doubt he has he top, rattled off, this off, off the top, top of his, of his head. head. Yeah, father. I don't know if I should have said her name. It will bleep that. <laughs> Worked at overhead door, mm-hmm. and she has tapes of the overhead door going up and down. <laughs> but never could put it together as to why this overhead door would be going up, then down. Her father died when she was young, so she did not quite understand this until she was older. A good connection here. I will try to check on the house location 
Thanks for your interest. This is incredible. I emailed now we back. Got a, we have a family member. I woke up when I check because I don't check the podcast email a ton. I glance at it because we don't really we, listen. We have the Google we, Voice. We never, yeah, we never even give it out. We have it's the Google just, Voice number that we haven't used, but uh, and if we have time today, we'll talk about maybe we'll start using that. We had a missed call or two from there. I did see that. Yep. Yeah. And Does that actually ring to your phone? Nope. Oh, you should set it maybe up so it does. it does. You should set it up so it does. I don't want to. I don't want it to. All right, look. If you're going to call uh, our, our Google, 424-30-SK-POD, 424-307-5763, know that we're not going to pick it up. Yeah, leave a message. But leave a message. Yeah, and, I, and and again, I'm not kidding you. Hopefully, we can talk about it here. Well, probably not. No. Uh, the, but we do have... Something is in the pipe. I think we're going to change things up a little bit here going forward. Uh, we'll get to that here. Probably next week, we'll give more details. So I replied because I woke up, and this was like, I was like a kid on Christmas morning when I saw this. Somebody actually replied to this email to us and so i told him thank you so much it's a fascinating story and then i made our intentions clear because i don't want this to fall through the cracks and eventually see you know a news clipping that they commemorated the home and we knew nothing about yeah it. so i said we would love to visit and commemorate the home please keep us in the loop and let us know if there's anything we can do we were thrilled to find the birthplace so close to us yeah Oh, so I huge. think you're right. I think we follow up a word. Maybe do a little test drive. Get him on, interview him, ask him some questions about how he became to be the Blackford County, Indiana, you know, local. I'm not interested. Historian. I'm interested in garage doors and CG Johnson. And we need to get these tapes. The overhead garage door going up and down. Can't think of anything that would be more exciting than that. But I'm not kidding. You. This is happening. It feels like already with open arms. This feels like a big hug yeah. when you're a kid and you go visit your grandparents. Yeah. That's that's Hartford City to us right now. They're welcoming us with open arms already. Ten times more than Van Wert ever did. Already, the state of Indiana is at least fifty times better than the state of Ohio. There's no question. And I apologize to you, state of Indiana. I gave you a bad rap last week on this podcast. Steve and I insulted you, and that was not fair. No. Gary, Indiana has productive reasons to exist. Well, no. Gary is still the worst. And is there to be traveled through at a fast pace. <laughs> the rest of you seem lovely. All right. So, Indiana, your favorite sons are coming home. I'm so Steve and Kyle are coming for a visit. We're bringing a plaque. We're nailing it to a tree somewhere. Yeah. And we're leaving with a key to the city. And I am do I will do the proper research because I don't want to just be there in attendance. I'm giving a speech. So I'm not <laughs> leaving two things. I'm not leaving Hartford City without a key to the city, novelty sized in a commemorative box. And I'm not leaving without giving a speech at the site of the home of CG, the birth, the childhood home of C.G. Johnson. I'm Can giving not a eulogy, a commemoration yeah. of this event. It's a celebration of his life, man. He accomplished so much. And you better believe it. When this happens, probably next spring, hopefully next spring, I want the listeners there. This podcast will be dead for months, but I want the listeners yeah. there. Yeah. Former listeners. Now. The way that I see this all happening is something will go down. There will be a, a small presentation where uh, a plaque is placed, and it'll be on the news. Mm -hmm. It It's probably not going to be the lead story, 
Probably not going to be the middle story. No. But I bet it's the... With a kicker. And finally tonight... Yeah. A plaque was placed at the home of C.G. Johnson. C.G. Johnson from this area and created the overhead garage door company. And then let's go to Martha in the field. Oh, it was a great sight out here. And uh, here's a couple new... Here's a couple clips from the from the big presentation yeah and they show uh, hear ye hear ye this is the overhead garage blah 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 and local podcasters steve and kyle were in attendance who spearheaded this entire thing and it cuts to you well we're just big fans of history martha uh we couldn't let this go without being noticed any longer Maybe this will be the topic of like one of those morning news visits, you know, by the fun, wacky individual, because <laughs> I just typed in Hartford City TV news because we and I did this in Van Wert when we were going to mm-hmm. try to get on the news there, but they hated us. Yeah. And the first result is the News Times, which, as we found out, is apparently monthly and nobody cares. <laughs> but the videos when you search Google is the local TV stations around with Hartford City in the title. And I feel like they're going to need a little a little respite, maybe some maybe some laughs or maybe, you know, a, a heartfelt story like you talked about, because the first three stories that show up video Hartford City leaders address officer trigger happy video. Oh, boy. Officer trigger happy video Hartford City employees at center of sexual harassment suit. All right. Two for two video Hartford City worker caught allegedly getting high on the job. That's all right. That's no big deal, right? There's a Facebook page. Okay. Well, sorry. We got to go because there's a Facebook page titled The Voice of Blackford County Community Newspaper. So that's like the local, you know, the local rag, the local nickel paper that we get around here that we throw into the garbage Mm -hmm. can every month. Never even makes it to the top of my driveway. We're getting in there. (laughs) I'm getting in the Voice of Blackford County Community Newspaper. Uh I'm liking their Facebook page right now. And okay, I'm going to have to message them like their page as our page. I'll have to figure out how to do that. Oh, it's real easy. You just click the little three dots next to theirs, and it one of the options will be to like as like a page. as a page. Okay, because mm-hmm. yeah, they updated their cover photo eleven hours ago to a festive Fourth of July photo. Look at that; they're uh, they're active. Yeah, and we're talking because I bet you these people are tuned in. These people know, you know, the Maybe, what's what about Blackford. I, think, I think we have to set up a group message between us, them, Sinuard. Get all and, of us in the loop, yeah. and let's read. Uh, we can recap the entire history of Overhead Door. Okay, so this is progressing well, and again, this is progressing already much further than Van Wert ever did. Yeah, and I can't wait for the update. So keep your calendars clear for 2020, <laughs> the whole year, the whole year, because we have no updates. Or keep your calendars clear for early August, depending on how quick we can get the wheels yeah. of oh, Blackford boy. County government uh, to move. Something tells me it's not going to be thrown together in a month. You don't think you have three weeks? No. 3,000 people like this page. I think we just need to make a post. I think we need to make a post as so. our page on there. Say, hey, does anybody know anything about the history or where the childhood home or young adult home of C.G. Johnson is? And then say, we would like to place yeah, a plaque. Yeah, I want to find it. do this? I mean... Do you think it's too much to ask that if there's a current person, like currently, if there's a person living in that house, if we could just get them out, like get them evicted, maybe turn the, because I would imagine that CG created the garage door opener in his garage. So maybe we do like when you walk through the Ben Franklin museum or something like that, Mm -hmm. there's like plexiglass up and it shows what his workshop looked like back in the day. So maybe there's little trinkets here and a gear or two over there and a spring here. 
They've posted, we need to get some local celebrities on board. July 1st, this page posted, meet the contestants for Miss Blackford County 2019. Who is it? I don't know. There's six six women who, I mean, we maybe we can have them be the voice. Maybe their cause. Because, you know, all these, they all have, like, their causes. Like, and I want to end world hunger. Mm-hmm. No. I want to commemorate the home of C.G. Johnson. The garage door opener man. So, yeah. It looks all like- right. So, we're going there. It's just a matter of when. Yep. And it's just a matter of how famous we're going to be when we leave. The third annual. Do you think that people are going to be, like, following us out of town? Yeah! You did it! I want, you know, SpaghettiOs cans hooked up to ropes off the back of our car. Just commemorated. I want to be a local celebrity in that town. Even just for a day. I want to be welcomed with open arms. I want, you know... uh, uh, Hartford City tattoo. <laughs> I want somebody from Hartford City to get a Stephen Kyle tattoo. Oh yeah. Well, and we're gonna have to track this because you and I apparently hone in on just markets that don't matter and try to really get listeners there. So we've tackled Van Wert. Yeah. And now we're about to tackle Blackford County and more specifically Hartford City. Hartford City. All oh, right. Exciting. There is. Uh, there's your update on the biggest thing going on in our lives right now. Definitely nothing bigger going on in my life. That's for sure. Can't wait. Yeah, can't wait. We actually getting to it. Yeah, and I'm gonna have to ask you to pare yours down. You've been just combining yours week to week. I think I have. I don't want to talk about a Fast Five like an item from 14 weeks ago. It's like the Rio Olympics. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll lead off here, Steve. Yeah, because I, I, I don't even have mine open. But. The very first one, Steve. Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh, boy. You see that? <laughs> wow. It's a hard-hitting analysis you've been missing for two to three weeks. Uh-huh. <laughs> Women's World Cup. Oh, it's awesome. Been following it all? Yeah, I've, I haven't really watched a ton, but I've I've uh, seen all the highlights and everything. It's cool to... It, it's awesome. It's exciting, even though no one cares about soccer. No, The only time we care about soccer is when we're in the World Cup and yep. we're good at it. Yep. So it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> Since the last Women's World Cup, actually, would be the last Who time. Who is it? Uh, Rapinoe. Megan Rapinoe. Megan uh, Rapino. 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 Yeah. Megan Rapino. Carly Lloyd. Alex Morgan. Fun fact. The... My dad taught Carly Lloyd. Whoa. Yeah. How about that? Uh-huh. She grew up in Garbage City, Jersey, huh? She grew up in Delran, New Jersey. Delran. Wow. Mm-hmm. Carly Lloyd. Now, she's like the... Uh, the senior on the that elder team. Yeah, she team, yeah. she subs in later in games mm. as kind of a specialty. This will be her last World Cup. Yeah. Kind of the face is Rapino and Alex Morgan. Alex Morgan, I feel like, has been in the mm-hmm. national women's soccer spotlight for twelve years now. Yeah. Um, after that, Jimmy Carter. Oh yeah, he very controversial comments on our uh, current president. Yeah, can't believe him Can, saying hey, such mean things. Hey, stop it. And again, what did he, he call? Did he call him like an illegitimate president? or Something, something? like that. Yeah. yeah, said he was elected, you know, illegitimately, mm-hmm. um, stepping into the spotlight because Jimmy Carter was never in the spotlight, even as president. No. Jimmy Carter wasn't a spotlight guy, and I still don't think he is. I don't think mm-hmm. this is a grab at the spotlight. Someone asked him a question. He's an eighty-something-year-old man. He is. He should be able to answer it. 
how he feels he can answer. He's a former yeah. president. He's a statesman of this country. He should mm-hmm. be able to answer it however he feels. Yeah. Uh, following that, The Office. Did you see the big news with the TV show? Yes. The Office. Coming off of Netflix, right? Yeah. So, or is it? Yeah, coming off of Netflix. Coming off of Netflix. Now, it has, it'll be a year and a half, but in, we'll talk more about that. On the turnaround. And lastly, Steve, I know you're following with bated breath Sunday night, last Sunday night, 6 p.m. sharp. NBA free agency opened. What was who are your, who are your winners and losers? NBA free agency a week ago. Well, I mean, you'd be uh, crazy not to talk about the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. Okay, who is the big? Uh, yeah, I mean, let's go over the Timberwolves' big free agency signings. Uh, yeah, very active. Yeah, sure. Hot market. Uh, Dougie, Dougie Duncan. Well, let me pull up their big signings here, and I'll ask what you think where these where these players fit in. Okay, and and you can let me know. Um, oh wow, they acquired Shabazz Napier and Travion Graham. Oh, I, where do they fit in? I think they fit in like right in the middle. You think they're, they're going to be great? They're going to be great. That's your sports analysis on NBA free agent. Uh, yeah, but I think it was the like the third mo- most money given out in a day in sports. Uh, sports free agency history. Did Kawhi decide yet? No. No. As of July 4th. Now, granted, the thinking seems to be it will be today or by today. He was. Where in, do you think he's going to go? Is he going he to the Lakers? God, who cares? Uh, if he goes to the Lakers, everybody who complained about the Golden State Warriors need to complain about the Lakers because it's mm-hmm. the exact same thing yeah. with similar or better players, just in a different location. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the it's the era of the super team, the NBA. I think the NBA the NBA offseason, this isn't a hot take. The NBA offseason is a lot better than the NBA season. I think that's la- a hot take right there. No, because I think the last five years, people would agree, it's pretty much been, I mean, until LeBron left, it was Cavaliers and it was the Warriors. And the Warriors made five straight finals. And, I mean, they were dethroned twice, but the only reason they were dethroned this year is because two of their best three players we're out with season and possibly career-altering injuries. So the NBA free agency, always the wildest part of the sports offseason. Baseball doesn't have anything like that. Football, nothing really like that. It's just basketball, and people go wild with contracts, and it's all within a few-hour span. So that's why they did it live for you know cameras to see and follow Sunday night last week for five-hour special on ESPN. That's a hot take right there, folks. Following, ES, following free hot agency take. starting. Ow. Before that, the Ouch. office. Ouch, I got burned. Hot take. Ouch. The Office. Leaving Netflix in 2021. Now, The Office is one of, I think they said, the top five streamed shows on Netflix. So are they just putting it on their own Yes. So Warner Brothers Media outbid to have this. Now, this happened with Friends last year. The news came out like, hey, January 1st, Friends is off. And then the numbers came out of what Netflix paid to keep Friends. And it was staggering. it was like billions or something. Now, I, I think that... It sucks because we're in this great age of TV. There's so many good shows on TV, and you don't need cable anymore. Like right. So many people, just they just have Netflix, they have Hulu, they have yeah. HBO or whatever. Um, but it's almost just as bad. It's kind of going to swing back the opposite way now because yeah. if you're taking all of the good shows off of the main platforms yep. and just putting them on, oh, now you have to have the... NBC whatever yeah. all access app that's six bucks a month it's kind of the same thing so because now instead of paying for all these channels now I just have to pay for all of these apps whereas a couple years ago it was like if you had Netflix you had everything you're yeah fine. You're, you're pretty good yeah. oh and then HBO HBO go or HBO now or yeah. whichever one but now it's like 
they're just they're figuring out a just a different way to screw us. Yeah. So the streaming game will be notably changed by this time next spring. This fall, the launching of Disney Plus. Which, so now they are doing a bunch of Marvel original series. They're going to have the Disney movies, mm-hmm. you know, from the vault or whatever that you can't find. And they're going to have the Marvel movies, which I have been leaving Netflix in mass the last six or eight months as this service begins to ramp up. So that starts this fall. That's that's a big newcomer because their price point is like seven dollars, yeah, which is a lot cheaper than everybody else. And then by I think first quarter next year, the going title is going to be called HBO Max, and that's this universe our Warner Brothers Media streaming service that is paying for the office, yeah, and it's going to have HBO and Cinemax included, as well as you know things from NBC properties. But that's going to be going for like sixteen or seventeen dollars a month. Jeez, it's just so, ridiculous. At some point, you're going to start looking at these packages and realizing I'm paying for six streaming services for seventy five bucks total or eighty bucks. Yeah, and I'm only, and I'm still paying for the internet. Yeah, it's almost better to go back go back to cable to one of the big cable companies. Yeah. And this was, I mean, I think cable did it right. They're like, yeah, hey, yeah, sure, go ahead, go ahead and leave. Yeah, and now this this streaming market it's, has it, become it's, too crowded. It's a pendulum, though. It's just swinging, and at yeah. some point, it's going to. Like it's going to take ten years, but at some point it's going it, to like the the market is going to dictate what the yeah. perfect mix is between live and streaming. Yep, and I think it's a it's a good thing for the streaming companies because the day that comes that they decide to crack down on account sharing mm. is where they're going to run into issues. Nobody has their own of everything because yeah. there's no need to. Yeah, because we have our own Netflix and Hulu. But at least, like, I think you're using our Hulu. Yep. Um, I know Annette's parents are using our Netflix. We're using somebody else's HBO. So. It's, it, it works that way. And I know yeah. we have people on our Netflix um, and our HBO, I think. But either way, that's, I mean, if they yeah. crack down on that, that's when you're going to see people saying, you know what? Enough of it. Right. It's not, it's not worth it anymore. Uh, so yeah, the office leaving Netflix in twenty twenty one for a one hundred million dollar per year deal for now, the, the new stream. Do the actors company. get any of that? I don't know how residuals work. Yeah, I'd be curious, right? Because it, they have to get paid something. Because if that episode were to air on television, they right. would get they residuals. Get and this is you know how many streams? Hey, per you know I hope thousand they do. streams. Man, I hope they make they a ton to. of money. I love that show. They have to. I want all those people to be billionaires. I want the people I want to be billionaires are the people who like I, I'm not worried about John Krasinski. Mm-hmm. He's married to Emily Blunt, yeah. a beautiful wife. But, He's making a quiet place which makes hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. He's been in series and movies that are making a ton of money. Jenna Fisher very well for herself. Obviously Stanley. Steve Carell. I want Stanley to Phyllis. make a ton of money. Yeah. Like I want to make sure those are more than set. Yeah. For life, you know, because they were just as integral to that show as the main characters. Yep. So they have to the WGA or, or, you know, the Actors yeah the actors Guild yeah. or whatever. Toby. Those, Toby's got to make some bank. Those streaming residuals and residuals all have to be lumped into those contracts that they have with the Actors Union. So yeah. uh, before that, Jimmy Carter taking some shots at the current president. Good. Uh, not a huge surprise. There's animosity. I want to say every former president and the current president. Everyone. Yeah, and, and before that was not something that would happen. No, because if you go back, Bush, uh, Bush Jr. wouldn't endorse. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Obama didn't. Bill Clinton and his wife was his current rival in the last election and said very terrible things. Mm-hmm. Reagan's passed away. So, yeah, it's Jimmy Carter. 
And now Jimmy Carter, the most recent and the last president to come out outside of Bush Sr., who also wouldn't endorse the right, Bush. It was endorse. noted the Bush family was not going to have anything to do with the current president. Yeah. Now, Jimmy Carter, the most recent and last surviving president to come out and essentially not voice support for the current president and essentially anything he's doing, calling him illegitimate, saying he was helped in his election by the Russians, came out and said that directly. So good for him. You know, he doesn't have yeah. any reason to hold back. He exactly. should be able to say what he wants. Sure. You know, him on his peanut farm building a house somewhere. <laughs> Somebody finally caught up with old Jimmy. <laughs> Do you think the Secret Service detail, because Secret Service follows you even after you're done being president. Yeah, but I don't know. Was that enacted while he was, or was that something that Well, wasn't? I think all former presidents still have a detail. Okay. Do you think that's the worst job on the planet because he's just going to build homes, habitat for humanity? Me, that's going to be the best job well, on the planet. It's just boring, though, Cause right? No, yeah, because nobody's taking a shot at Jimmy yeah, Carter. Yeah, I mean, I'm, and I'm not saying as a Secret Service agent you want to be in the action, but you go to the, you know, whatever academy to become a Secret Service member, your idea isn't guarding yeah. 85-year-old Jimmy Carter with swinging a yeah. hammer at a habitat. Yeah, you're like, you're like rushing the president in and yeah. out of, like... You know, uh, in and out of hell when Flying he's going overseas in. meetings yeah. and sitting in a corner quietly with your arms in front of your waist, you know, with yeah. black sunglasses. Yeah, not not listening, but not listening because yeah. you're not allowed to hear stuff. Yeah, not you know, again having to worry about you know glucose levels <laughs> right in this geriatric yeah. former president. But uh, so yeah, he came out vocally against the current president. Or that the World Cup, the Women's World Cup, the final will be done by the time this episode is released, Steve. When is it? Sunday night, Sunday 7 night. p.m. That is the United States women against, I want to say, the Netherlands. Ole, 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 ole. Yeah. Ole, now, I do have a hot take ole. to unleash, but I'm not going to unleash it regarding the Women's World Cup team. Uh, nothing to do with their political stance. Uh, I haven't watched a lot. I watched a little bit yesterday, meaning their semifinal match against mm-hmm. England. I don't think they're that good. Selfish. Hmm. I watched England. England's... And again, I am not a soccer guy. I don't understand it that well. But me, my eye watching it... Well, I heard that England was... It looked as though they were dominating. They passed... But... Yeah. That... I also read that that was the U.S.'s strategy was to let them... Like, to relinquish control of the Hmm. ball for whatever reason... So, from what I watched, and it was mostly second half, so when I started watching, the United States was up 2-1. to one. The Eng- England's passing, so much more crisp, clean. Their field, like their motion down the field looks so much better. And I watched the United States women get into the attack zone, right? So they're near the goalkeeper for England. And instead of, they had like a three-on-one three onrush against one defender. And instead of passing the soccer ball, one woman tried to like, you know, pull some matrix and kick it around the defender. And it happened like two or three times and then just turnovers over there. They looked so sloppy and Hmm. selfish to me, but they're dominating because their talent is just the pool that that you could pick from for United States women is much more than Europe. Uh, Listening to one and a soccer analyst on a radio show I listened to, he made it seem like title nine has given the United States a massive advantage for women's soccer and women's sports. But Europe, because Europe shunned women's soccer. They said it was, you know, it's a men's sport, women, yeah, whatever, yeah. up until about six or eight years ago. And so that gap is much more closed than it was. And maybe by the next World Cup, the women, United States women, won't even be the favorite. You so, heard it here first, yeah. folks, on this. Uh, Selfish, not great. On this 4th of July weekend where we celebrate our independence, hey. Kyle sides with the queen. 
Hot takes, no, no date, Steve. And the hot take biz doesn't stop. Okay, just because it's the 4th of July. There's other people out there delivering those hot takes. And who would I be if I stop? And lastly, Steve, going to win the weekend. Far and away, reviews overwhelmingly positive. Spider-Man, far from home. You see that? Uh-huh. All right, man. After breaking down that movie. Oh, boy. This is a long one. We got to roll. Okay. First up on the list. Uh, this is plural, not singular. Democratic debates. Didn't watch one second of it. Too many not voices. No, chance. not interested. I did enjoy the reaction shot of uh, Cory Booker oh. when Beto, or Beto yep. was speaking in Spanish. Important to note. 17 months away from the election. Yeah, yeah. So it's right down the road. Yep. Right so down 20 road. voices screaming at each other over two nights. Mm-hmm. I'm all set. I'll wait till I get pared down. Next up, Stranger Things. This weekend, oh, right? Trying to talk Katie into skipping going over to the pool and hanging out with family so oh, we it, could stay inside it today? and binge. It happened today. It's it released today. this morning, midnight. Uh, yeah, reviews are supposed to be the best season yet. Can't wait oh. to watch it. So there are people that have already watched the all thing. like 10 or 12 yep. episodes. Yep. Next up, John Stewart. This is a couple weeks old, but we never did get to it. Yeah, tremendous video of him uh, in front of Congress pleading for medical benefits for 9-11 first responders. Another video came out thereafter of him in the hallway. They presented him, presented with, him with a, a jacket of, of a firefighter who had passed away. Yeah. Um, outstanding. What an absolute champion for that cause that shouldn't have to be a cause. That's no. not a cause you need to, quote, get behind. That's simply something that needs to be done without lobbying yeah. every time it's necessary. Boy, if there's something that really makes me hate uh, the the political structure that it is here in the United States, it's something like that, mm-hmm. where you're watching him plead with people who didn't even have the courtesy to show up to listen and to, as he as he very eloquently put, do your job. Like, oh, oh, it's hard? Well, that's what you're there for. That's why you're sitting in that seat. It's crazy that do this your is, job. Again, crazy has to be even a discussion. Up next, the Dominican Republic. What the hell is going on? I would, listen, it's not just sharks anymore. It's the liquor? Now you have to worry about whatever's causing deaths. But not like immediate. You're not dying. It's like, eh, yeah, he flew back and two days later died. Yeah, it's like a relatively slow, painful death, it seems like. Yeah, so... But also uh, quick. Maybe, uh, you know, not that that was in the cards for me anyway, as I'm terrified to fly and terrified of flying over oceans like that. Uh, No, thank you. I think it's probably better to just skip or postpone your Dominican Republic trip right now. And finally on the list, Robert Pattinson. Now I need to follow along with this because sure. this is in your this is your wheelhouse. Yeah, the superhero wheelhouse. New Batman movie coming out in I'm assuming 2021. 2020, 2021. Or 2020. Could be either. They originally said Robert Pattinson, famous for his role in uh Twilight. In Twilight. He is like a vampire, right? Yep. He was uh selected to play Batman. To much dismay. <laughs> From people who are fans, I guess a lot. I saw a lot of people were very upset that that he was selected, and then days later, like three days later, he backed out. Oh, I did because, not hear that. Yeah, he backed out because he said like 
They were like, oh, there's a scheduling conflict. He's going to be doing this movie then. Oh, I had not heard that. Last I'd heard is that yeah. Robert Pattinson was still going to be Batman. No, I thought that unless I misread that on numerous places. And, uh, Googling Robert Pattinson Batman only shows results about casting for Robert Pattinson's Batman. Uh, rumor Vanessa Kirby wanted for Catwoman and Robert Pattinson Batman. Robert yeah. Pattinson's Batman reportedly goes into pre-production. This is as of two days ago. This is, uh, okay, then from June 22nd, Batman actor Robert Pattinson drops out of movie due to scheduling conflict. Are you on, like, fakecomicbook.com, or where are you at? Comicbook.com yeah. slash DC. As of uh, July 2nd, Matt Reeves' The Batman is still really starting to shape up huh. after a delay. While plot details are being kept under wraps, we do know that Robert Pattinson is set to play the world's greatest detective. Well, and that's crazy. And set to face quite a rogues gallery of villains. Film has moved from script to pre-production. Well, then why is this a thing? I don't know. Because I saw this on numerous sources. Robert Pattinson, Batman, because the, the newest rumor is that they somebody people want Robert Pattinson to be the new Bond. Huh. Because it said that he... It's bat- Steve, I, I, I'm reading the article. I, I, I beg of you to read the headline one more time that is misleading the headline. Batman actor Robertson, Robert Pattinson drops out of movie due to scheduling yep. conflict. Nowhere does it say he dropped out of Batman. Oh! He's dropping out of a different movie to do Batman. Oh, look at that. The Batman star will no longer appear in Joanna Hogg's highly anticipated sequel to The Souvenir. <laughs> the souvenir fans are pissed. <laughs> that is uh, that is much different. It's a touch different. Yeah, Pattinson's in. Uh, look at that. Pattinson's in, guys. I think... Pattinson's back in. I think it falls under the same... Nobody's ever happy whenever they cast anybody for a movie. For a comic book movie. Yeah, he'll be fine. Affleck got got hate christian bale got hate people have this certain idea of reading comic books um and what they think it should be it's so hard for weirdos like that to differentiate between listen it's a movie deal with it mm-hmm. he's not going to look like batman in a comic book because i mean it's the same way as like, the villains some of them are you know the sizes of skyscrapers it right. just doesn't work so yeah i think you'll be fine um People are going to be mad about anything, so I'm I'm, I'm interested to see, but I was also interested to see uh, Ben Affleck's version. Now is, see, according to my calculations, Batman, that's a horror movie. It's got a mask. It's got bats. I'm sure that there are things that go bump in the night. Look at that, Steve. Hang on. You need to save us for your Twitter. That's a hot take. It is? That's a hot take. Okay. Batman's a horror movie. Yeah, and if anybody asks reasons, you give them those, and then you just refuse to respond after that. Yeah. That's how the hot take industry works. Yeah, maybe block them if they, yes. if they present No, it. Steve, you're in. Welcome aboard. Hey. The hot take biz that's, that's gets hot another. Take one. Hot take number one. Okay, well, that'll be unleashed by the time this episode's released. Oh, you need to put boy. that on Twitter. Okay, on mine or the the Whatever uh, you the want. Yours one. has more reach. More people will be confused by it, but maybe it directs people to Steve and Kyle. <laughs> I tweet like once a month. Yeah. Actually, no, I tweet about once a week, and it's a retweet of our episode. I think you need to do it. I think you need to do it on your person. Make your personal Twitter a hot take Twitter. Okay. All right. I'm in. Okay. Before that, we had the Dominican Republic. You go in there? Never. Me? Not interested. Not so much. Before that, John Stewart. 
Good job, John Stewart. Yeah, you know that's again, it's really cool to see, and apparently that cause needs a champion, and someone as vocal as him and able to do that seems is passionate good too. To he have. seems like he he doesn't strike me as guy who's doing it because he knows it's good for his public image. He wants to do it now. Yeah. He's a native New Yorker, I believe. Yeah, and uh, that uh, the Daily Show filmed and taped in New York, and he was the host, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Or was that show around in two thousand one? Hmm. Was it? It may have been Kilborn doing it. Yeah, it might have been because Kilborn did it for a couple seasons. But Stewart was there uh, in that era, and yeah. so the, listen, it's a cause near and dear to him. He's not exactly in the public light right now, and that's by his own choice. So he comes out to go to Congress to do this and to shame Congress like he did. That was a tremendous showing by Let's him. Let's see, Daily Show with uh, okay, so it was Kilborn ninety six to ninety eight, then Stewart ninety nine to twenty fifteen. So he was doing the show when during nine eleven. Yeah. Um, so oh yeah, 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 definitely. Because I remember, I remember watching clips of of that episode. Yeah. Uh, before that, Stranger Things dropped today. It's supposed to be the best season of all three, Steve. It's going to be interesting because we're at the point now where they took a long time between seasons one and two. No, one and two was about a year, but two and three is about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. We're going to run into that issue now with child actors. Yeah. Where they're going to start looking way too old. Yeah. So there, I believe there is a season four, and season four, I think, is supposed to be the last the season. The final one. They're going to be like 20, 22. <laughs> right. And they're going to try to make them look like... Like they're 13. Middle schoolers. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're entering that phase that all of these franchises run into, but it's supposed to be the best ever. I can't wait to watch it. You're a fan, right? Yeah, definitely. Can't wait to watch it. Yep. And finally, the Democratic Debates. Ugh. How many of them were there? There were two. Two nights in a row, 10, uh, ten debaters each night. Uh, how about you talk to me in 2020? Yeah, that would be nice. At least wait until the, the year of the it election. It happened in June of 2019. Again, that's 17 months away from the election. Now, I get it. There's 25 Democratic entrants. You need to pare that down. And a debate is the best way to get those yep. opinions out. But, boy, two nights of 10 Yeesh. Yeah, it's not a, a great way to do it. A bit much. A bit much. Hey, look at that. Regular length episode. We did it. And the Fast Five. Oh, it felt like an eternity. Sure did. Sure did uh. indeed. Well, hey, I hope everybody had a good 4th of July. Nice long weekend. Some hot dogs. We got Steve yeah. and Kyle. Um, hockey beer chug off. Hot dog hockey chug off. Hot dog hockey chug off. Yep. Coming up uh, October 4th. We got the big garage door trip. <laughs> Coming spring 2020. This is the dumbest podcast ever. Download, subscribe, and review the show on iTunes, the Apple Podcast app, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, Libsyn, Spotify, Radio.com, and iHeartRadio. Call or text. 424-30-SK-POD 424-307-5763 If you're calling, leave a message because it doesn't actually ring to any phone And you can follow us on all social media at Steve and Kyle Again, hopefully you had a good 4th of July and a good week ahead We'll talk to you next time